Are you looking to create more holistic rhythms around your Christmas or holiday celebrations? Check out our Christmas Guide Volume 1 and 2 and Unearthing Wonder Advent Guide. Unearthing Wonder is a companion to the book All Creation Waits. You can get it in a picture book version with a simple poem each day or in a more lengthy chapter book version. And each day you'll just read a story about an animal in winter. And then in Unearthing Wonder, you'll read a companion commentary from scripture and have a memory verse to recite together a Christmas carol, and then some kind of activity to bring your family together and really cultivate sweet and um, godly rhythms around this holiday of expectation. And then in Christmas Guide, Volume 1 and Volume 2, they are chock full of four weeks of fun Christmas activities. You'll do things like have a snowball fight with matched up socks or create a snowman out of toilet paper or make garlands or slice up oranges and make orange garland like Lynn referred to in the podcast. There are phonics and counting skill activities for younger learners as well as wonderful art projects and practical skills activities and fun recipes all sprinkled throughout Christmas Guide Volume 1 or Volume 2. So you can get those at our website. We'll link them in the show notes. This is Jennifer Pepito with the Restoration Home Podcast. This is the show where we talk about the peaceful path to connected families and restored communities. Today on the show, I'm so excited to be chatting with Lynn Seddon. She's the creator of the beautiful curriculum, Exploring Nature with Children. It's been a favorite nature study curriculum with homeschool families for several years now. And you can find her on Instagram at Raising Little Shoots. Thanks so much for joining me today, Lynn. Thank you, Jennifer. It's a pleasure. I'm so excited to chat with you. When I created the Peaceful Preschool over seven years ago, I think the Exploring Nature with Children was also somewhat of a newer resource. And now obviously there are so many things that people can find to do preschool with their children or uh, so many curriculums, so many nature study. But Exploring Nature with Children really set the tone for this beautiful outdoor lifestyle you could have as a family. Thank you. Lots of um, families who use Exploring Nature with Children do use um, peaceful preschool as well. They combine really well together. Yes, I, I have seen that. It's been really fun to see how families keep doing as they grow into the older years with our resources, continue using the nature study resources from you. And I know at the curriculum that we put on last year in California, we had your phonology wheel resource there for sale. It's just such a so many wonderful things that you've created. And so I wanted to talk in this conversation about the holidays and and just how, you know, nature restores us. One of the resources that I highlight at winter in wintertime is our Advent, which is Unearthing Wonder. And it's a companion guide to the book, All Creation Waits, which highlights all these animals outside hibernating and waiting for winter. And it really kind of draws our attention outside which I think is so restorative because sometimes Christmas can be really overwhelming and people get 
you know, inundated by all the commercialism of it when it should be this restful, peaceful time of the year. How have you found being in nature to help you stay calm in a, in a holiday where it can get a little frenetic? Oh, gosh, Jennifer, I completely agree with you. It's a time of year where there are so many expectations on families, especially young families or growing families. And it can really become something that, you know, is the opposite of what we want it to be. Um, I think that the winter season is a time of real quiet beauty in the natural world, but it can be really challenging for families who do want to explore nature. So some ways that I have found my own family found to incorporate nature into our winter routine uh, would be to make sure that we are taking short daily walks, um, bundle up in appropriate winter gear, whatever that would be for your climate and take, you know, a leisurely walk. Um, but that doesn't mean it has to be hours and hours just half an hour out of your day around your local neighbourhood or local park. Um, make sure everyone is dressed appropriately for your weather. Uh, then there's no such thing as bad weather, only unsuitable clothing. Yes, and I, I, love think, that thing. I think those daily walks can be truly rejuvenating. If you plan them into your daily rhythm, everybody knows that they're going to happen. They're not a surprise. Everybody can look forward to being refreshed, um, just getting outdoors, blowing away the cobwebs. And I think that that leads nicely into um, outdoor play, encouraging children to play out of doors, whatever the weather, within reason, of course. Um, it's a smashing way for children to connect with the natural world in wintertime. I think, too, there are other specific activities um, that families could do to bring a little nature study into the day-to-day -day busyness that don't require a lot of... You don't want to be incorporating something that's going to be another oh, thing I need to do. Um, but simple things like bird watching, um, that's a fun thing for the whole family to do, just putting up a bird feeder in the garden or backyard um, observing feathered friends that visit during the winter months. I think it can take a few days to become established, but once the visitors know, <laughs> they will come. And you can use that um, few minutes a day at the window to identify different species and observe and study their winter habits. And likewise, um, stargazing is another simple, quick, um, activity it can be as quick as a couple of minutes or you could spend a whole evening uh, it's variable according to what time you have but clear winter nights provide a really good opportunity for stargazing um, you can bundle up make it a fun thing take some hot chocolate or hot cocoa outside just to admire the nighttime sky um, there are when I started home educating my children, and I know you will agree with this, we had books to look up um, the different constellations. And now there are a myriad of apps that we can use to make it easy um, to study them. But look for the most prominent winter northern constellations, such as Gemini, Orion, Taurus. And there's also winter, winter meteor showers to look out for 
um, during mid-November, mid-December, that there's often many things that we can, can be seen in the nighttime sky. These are just such wonderful ideas for really appreciating and kind of slowing down. And, you know, this podcast is all about having a family rule that helps you be connected as a family and in your community. And I think one of the things that can be so destructive to connection is is shopping, honestly. And and so it's a tough thing because families want to create a, you know, create happy memories at Christmas and they want to decorate really beautifully. And so then they end up spending a lot of time in places that are probably not restorative to the soul. Like I know shopping for women, it's, it's a, it's a toss up. Some women love it. Some women hate it, but I think in general, it is not restorative to the soul. And yet we want our homes to be beautiful for the holidays Yes. What are some of the ways the natural world can contribute to creating a cozy, decorated home without creating stress to your budget or the environment or even your own body as you get to be home or in nature instead of in a mall? I think that's a really brilliant point or set of points that you're bringing up. Um, this time, you know, this time out shopping at a busy time and it's just not just the spending of the money and the time spent acquiring these things it's the time that they require in management as well we have to store them we have to take them all down at the end of the holidays um i think it's a brilliant idea to avoid buying more stuff um and i think decorating for christmas time and the holidays with natural items i think it creates a really cozy and warm atmosphere and as you're saying it's very much a time for families and this collecting of these na- um, nature items is a part can be a part of that some of our favorite ways to decorate our home um we use evergreen branches so they can just simply be arranged into vases. Um, if we're feeling a little bit more creative, we can create swags for the staircase. And they can be used to make really lovely fragrant centerpieces for the table. I think if you have access to holly or other winter berries, um, you can use those to add beautiful splashes of colour to the home. We have a huge holly tree in our garden, which we cut branches from, but they're definitely they're definitely not Instagram perfect because usually by December time, the birds have stripped most of the berries, um, but they still, the leaves are so glossy and gorgeous and they look lovely in wreaths and garlands and as table centerpieces. We usually spend um, an afternoon uh, during Advent time making um, those orange sliced garlands, uh, but you can also use sliced apples or lemons. Just slice the fruit into thin rounds and then bake them in the oven on a very low heat until they're dried. And then just string them up um, to create beautiful fragrant garlands. I love those so much, Lynn, because they almost are like little stained glass. It's interesting because the, the things that you're talking about doing, they all contribute to our enjoyment. Like there's a sensory experience in cutting an orange in thin slices and placing it on a, on a tray and 
putting it in the oven and smelling it as it bakes. There is a, an experience in collecting the holly that is good for us and our children. It brings us more alive. And I think that is what I really want families to start to recognize is there are activities that you do that are life-giving and there are activities that you do that are life-draining. And that is something you can choose. That's one of the activities in Unearthing Wonder Advent is just starting to classify because as a family, there are few things that you are actually obligated to. Like you maybe do need to get together with your family over the holidays, but you don't have to bring everybody presents. You maybe do have to decorate the house somewhat for your children's joy, but it doesn't have to be with thousands of dollars of plastic things that you have to rent a storage unit to put them in, you know, and I'm not judging people for how they do things, but I just think starting to evaluate does this bring me joy or does this make me feel like I'm in hell? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Jennifer, that's so true. It's so true. We can have all these expectations of what we must do. And as you say, there's such beautiful sensory activities, which pe- people thrive on that, don't we? Humans thrive on that. Yeah. For sure. And I think our children, you know, there's so much even because I know in both of our resources, we encourage things like stringing cranberry or, um, you know, making the orange garlands or making pom poms. So many of these things that are they're a tactile experience and they work on your children's motor skills. And there are so many ways that they're actually educational where you could take a break from the schoolwork and do some of these activities with your children over the holidays. And it would be a togetherness activity instead of something that drives the family apart. Definitely, definitely. A um, few other things that we, we do, really simple things. So we collect um, acorns and conquers. Do you have conquers? Do you have I that thought, word conquers? I, a conquer? Oh, I've heard it in like Paddington or Winnie the Pooh, but I don't know what it is. Horse <laughs> chestnuts. Okay, okay, fun. Wow. Uh, we call them conquers. Um so horse chestnuts, um, or you could collect sweet sweet chestnuts, acorns, anything like that. Just dis- we display them in little um, glass jars or bonbon bowls. Place those around the house, and one of my f- personal favourites, and this is so simple, is pine needle potpourri. So if you gather fallen pine needles. And you can mix them with dried spices, if you like, such as cloves or cinnamon, and create your own potpourri. Um, and again, put the mixture in bowls or little bags throughout the home. And pine needles are also a really um, invigorating and therapeutic addition to a warm bath. Although I, I definitely suggest put, putting them into muslin bags first so you don't have lots of cleaning up to do at the end of bath time (laughs) (laughs) but that is so oh it's such a lovely sensory experience and if you you know people are coming down with sniffles it's it's a really good one for that but with the holiday season in mind as well um pine cone place card holders are super simple to make. Um, just simply glue a piece of cardstock and the child can use that opportunity for copy work. They can put each guest's name onto that cardstock before they glue it on, a little bit of copy work there. And then they serve as charming place card holders for the festive dinner table. 
How adorable. These are all such fun ideas, Lynn, because like we said, there are things that bring us together as a family instead of driving a wedge. And there's, there's so much rest. I think that the closer we get to the things that God made, the, the more peace we experience. And so when we do prioritize, you know, together time and time in nature, and then maybe sneak in a little online shopping in the evening to get some presents for our children, I think we'll experience so much more joy and, and, and avoid that terrible fatigue and even sometimes depression that many families experience Mm -hmm. after the holidays when we've made it um, because celebrations are important for us. So it's important to have things to look forward to. But I think we can make our cel- celebrations life-giving instead of life-draining. One of the things that you also talk about, you know, in exploring nature curriculum, you really encourage families to pay attention and observe and and wonder about the things that they're seeing. And even, you know, with the beautiful phonology wheel, I've seen photos that you've shared on your Instagram of the ones that you have kept in the past and just the little details in your drawings and the way that you have seen what's happening around and expressed it through drawing. Um, I think that's so amazing. But many families, their children don't settle down to those kinds of activities. Like they, they need to be watching a show or playing a video game or you know, just bouncing off the walls. How do you encourage children or how do you encourage families to help their children to be more still and to observe and to even be more detail oriented? Yes. So um, I would say, I think we would do this primarily um, by modeling the desired behavior for them. I think they definitely pick up on the atmosphere that we create they know when a situation is has a reverence about it don't they they do pick up on that but I think we just have to um with child remember with children slow and steady wins the race just keep modeling what we're looking for children don't learn something in one lesson generally speaking we just have to keep slow and steady, slow and steady, Um, little drops of water, little grains of sand, um, small actions. Um, So things such as when we're we're walking somewhere, just taking notice of a weed growing in the cracks of a pavement, saying goodnight to the moon. Um, These are the kind of things that create that reverence, um, that awe and wonder. I think, um, and these small actions, they add up over time to a great love for the natural world and its creator over a period of time. I think that we as parents, we need to avoid our phones during this time and model giving the activity at hand our full attention. You know, I think we're all guilty of snapping pictures um, on our nature walks and posting them to Instagram. Um, I wanted to share with you um, and your members a really splendid quote from Rachel Carson, which is, if a child does keep alive his inborn sense of wonder without any such gift from the fairies, he needs the companionship of at least one adult who can share it rediscovering with him 
the joy, excitement and mystery of the world we live in. <laughs> it's so good, Lynn, yes. because I think it is so often our own behavior that is setting the tone. Yes. And we don't see that. Like we're like, we want our children to be observers and to sit there watercolor painting, but we're rushing around the house online shopping. And yes. so we're not cultivating that in ourselves. Are yes. there any, you know, rhythms or kind of rules of life that have helped you develop this power of attention and stillness? I've always been a very um, routine orientated person I'm not a fly by the seat of my pants person at all and I do think that um with children particularly having a good strong rhythm in the day it doesn't have to be tied to set hours but just a rhythm of you know we get up um we have breakfast we read our bible we clear up after breakfast just knowing that structure definitely allows us to build um, that sense of habit within the child. Um, I think that having a time out of doors regularly every day, you're getting the child's wiggles out, they can move around, they can, as you were saying earlier, experience their senses, um, really heightened senses in nature. And I think that all helps when we want them to come indoors, have that sort of breathing in and breathing out um, when they come indoors and we need them to have more quiet moments. They've got their wiggles out and then they know that they can go and play a game later and building quiet moments into your daily routine, I think, is quite important. We can encourage the child to sit quietly in nature, even just for a few moments they can listen to the sounds of the birds or feel the breeze or older children can just sit and observe the world around them I think as well um stories are really a really good way to sort of connect the child with nature help them slow down um we can share nature stories and myths with our children and we can also encourage the child to create their own nature stories uh nature inspired stories and engage in imaginative play in natural settings and we can take storytelling walks where um you and your child tell stories together based on what you're seeing in nature and i think those sort of things encourage observation and wonder and finally with the modelling, we've got to, I think it's super important that we're modelling um, respect for the environment and all living creatures. We're teaching the child about the importance of caring for God's earth and its creatures and instilling a sense of awe, wonder and responsibility for the natural world. But going back to modelling, I just wanted to say how important I think it is for parents to keep their own nature journals and you know the child grows up seeing the parent um, doing this activity I think they're much more likely to want to have a little turn themselves they see how the parent especially if a parent can't draw and the parent has to push themselves to keep going when 
nothing they draw looks like the subject. They have to stick with it. It's it's modeling all these good habits for our children. Well, this has been such an encouraging conversation, Lynn. I feel actually really relaxed after talking to you. You know, I'm I'm so excited for families to listen to this and just realize that there are other ways to live that just because other people that you're around live a frenetic lifestyle that leaves them exhausted and worn out that we can, as restoration families, create yes. a more life-giving routine with our children and, and really, you know, in some ways, I, I'm a strong believer that we are changing the world, Lynn, that as we highlight just a beautiful rule, that as we highlight a um, way of life that is more in line with peace and more in line with um, God's intention for humanity, we yeah. are making a real difference in, in the world around us. So thank you so much for joining today. We'll be sure to link Exploring Nature with Children in the show notes, as well as your beautiful and insightful Instagram. 